0: Welcome to the Unshakeable Principle Podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, okay, I'm your host Sa'id, and with me is my co-host Zab Sohil. And in today's podcast, we'll be going over the Sales Bible. It's a book by uh, Jeffrey Gitomer, I think. Uh, yeah. I think. Yep. Uh, Excuse me if how I pronounce this, excuse me if I pronounce name wrong, but, um, yeah, for sure. Anyhow, um, Zeb's gonna be mediating our, Yeah. uh, yeah, that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, okay, um, we'll, we'll be going through the basic principles, um, that are said in this book. That can help any person become a better salesperson. So this book is more of sort of a manual, and uh, we'll be in principles. I'll be asking questions, you'll be answering them, and uh, we'll begin. So, what were your biggest takeaways uh, when you? Well, of course, when you finished this book, what like what was that one thing that really impacted you or changed the way you looked at sales?
0: Yeah, and say. They- like I mean when I approached this book I was just looking for some sleazy sales pitches that were gonna help me get some closes when I went out to do some sales but this book was completely compact like this is one of the most valuable books that I've actually been able to read because it's so comprehensive like it goes into so much detail on like the smallest uh, mm-hmm. subjects and I feel like if you were to form business plan over it like your whole sales strategy and mm-hmm. if you were to spend if you like if you spent two weeks with this book mm-hmm. like researching evaluating pondering and all that stuff and yep. you'd end up with like a really awesome sales strategy
1: so it's not just one thing it's A whole bunch of things combined. That that's basically whole value package, right? That
0: it's it's yeah, for sure. I agree with you. It has like everything from top to the bottom. A lot of stuff. A lot of the content within this book is redundant for the most part, and that kind of like gets uh, annoying. but kind of like it also edges it into your head as well, so it's useful. But if, if you're not looking to uh, go over the same, I should say Um If you're not looking to go over the same content over and over again, uh, you're you're gonna hate this book. Man. Yeah. Hey, uh, I love your opinion as well
1: so I read this book uh, like over a year ago and uh, one of the things that I found really useful was uh, the soft skills that were required before you go into a pitch like making report and all sort of things I didn't believe in that at all but after Mm -hmm. reading it and going through it I understood the biggest takeaway was that you have to make relationships with everyone you meet because that ultimately is your network and you get better Mm -hmm. at it so it's also a numbers game so um, yeah those things really helped me in the long run
0: yeah for sure like definitely the networking part and how um one of the things that while i was like reading this book was the fact that you need to eliminate the greed within you when you go we're selling something because a lot of the times when we're going for a sale we're obviously looking to cash cash in the customer and bring as many sales into it because like that's pretty much our main purpose while we're there but kind of like once you're in the zone to like really reel in the client i feel like you get into i feel like your character displays an aura where Mm. the other person uh, thinks of you as a sleazy scumbag who's just here to take your money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but and, you don't have, but you don't have to be a, a sneaky salesman, right?
0: Yeah, uh, that's what I was going at. Even though you aren't, and you're there to like bring value to him and like better his business or whatever. You, if you're selling him a product that could better his life or whatever whatever your reason for selling is. If you're going in just to sell the product to him, a lot of that, a lot of times that comes as, uh, you're just someone there uh, to sell something to him. And it kind of like, you're just there and you just want to take the money out of his uh, wallet for the most part. And that's how most sales pitches go. And that's why mm-hmm. most sales people aren't successful. They
1: end up Yeah. Trying- yeah. They co- they really well because they're not prepared enough, right? They they don't yeah. they do their work on on the person they're trying to uh, like uh, get uh, like get their product sold to. So um, for sure, for sure. Uh, it's it's uh, it's kind of linked to uh, that Jordan Belcourt uh, book uh, in The Way of the Wolf, right? So there he goes there he goes like. Um, to be able to s- sell me this pen,
0: uh-huh. you've
1: got to know if I'm even interested in the market for buying a pen. Uh-huh. So you just can't go describing how beautiful this pen is, what's it worth, what what I can do with it. If I'm not uh-huh. looking to buy a pen, there's no way on earth I'm going to buy it. Yes, yeah, linked to that. Uh, okay, uh, moving forth. Uh, uh, rega- we've touched on the report part, uh, building repo, uh, what was the, some of the additional uh, small things that you found useful and report when reading this book?
0: So, one of the things is how he's organized all of his um, lessons into practical things. So, he's actually organized a way for you to actually pitch to your clients, so he has little, his specific models mm-hmm. in a sense. Even though uh, when you're in a sale, everything's like you have to be adaptable and you have to adapt. And every salespeople the go different depending on the client and everything. But he he's made these models that actually work. So like one of them was like you give your starting pitch and your spiel and whatever you do to the client and trying kind to of engage in conversation, and one of the things that I really struggle with is because I'm, uh, I'm at the break of introvert and extrovert, but I'm kind of like I lean more towards being in, an introvert. And one of the things that I really struggle with is the fact that I'm not really able like, uh, to like take in the conversation, and the fact that he actually debunked this myth that you don't really have to avid speaker to be a good salesman. The fact that he said that if you're able to listen and mm-hmm. understand what the customer, your consumer or the person you're building a relationship is saying, mm-hmm. if you're able to understand correctly, you're able to sell all of you
1: and that's how you actually make sales. Yes, because, yeah, it's, it's much like that you have two years and one month, right? So mm-hmm. that's an indication that you should listen for. Because once, because the other person will tell you what their need right. is. You just have to ask okay. the right questions. At the yep, uh, it's like I really believe the fact that you have to ask the right questions.
0: One of the other things, one of the practical things, was something that I've been working on a lot recently, since the fact that. I haven't really talked to his analogy as much and, and he had this uh, uh, idea or concept I called I it AHA where it's so it's like you're attitude being positive <laughs> humor the other person and then being able to make an act on taking okay, like whatever your offer is or whatever your part of it. and uh,
1: but it's but it's hard to actually uh, add humor right especially for a conservative person
0: I'm not conservative bro
1: I'm <laughs> not talking about you though <laughs> See, <laughs>
0: that, that was that was my bad, but um, I, <laughs> I I tend to take things towards myself. Okay.
1: Uh, anyhow. Um. No, generally, you it's it's hard to add humor when you're trying to get money out of a person.
0: Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like if I'm with my friends,
1: like we'll be like, yo, yo, yeah, take this bill. <laughs>
0: Or something I don't know. Uh, like humor just happens naturally. And one of the things that he said in this book was to try and make humor more personalized and into your anecdotes. Like you have the those jokes about like I don't know, uh, uh, like sneezes or something. I I, I don't know. I have a joke on the topic, but that tells me how bad my humor is.
1: But. Uh, <laughs> We struggle with the same thing,
0: yeah, okay. for sure. Uh, but the fact that if you can make something up like I was walking up here and I saw this and it was so funny or something like that, like that only really makes the whole joke more um, usable or like the other person can actually relate to you since you're um, telling the joke from your point of view. Do you get that?
1: I'm I <laughs> laughing on no not, not transgressing, but yep, that is the general gist of things. Mm, okay, moving on. Uh, the thing,
0: well, I just to something else, One of the things that he really analyzed in this book, and that's one of the things that I really like about this book, that it actually analyzes a lot of these aspects. A lot of these... Um, that are so when you're humoring someone, you're actually making them laugh. So you're actually uh, getting a yes in the form of a laugh. So it's not just the fact that humor is a light cool trait and all of that stuff. Because it is. Uh, the fact that once you're able to make someone laugh, make them comfortable, laughing yes. is a sign that he's agreed that your humor was worthy enough for him to laugh.
1: But but if, if you want to create a new way to go into a you have to think on your feet if you want to do it on the track, right? Like in the paintings, or we talked about this in the book, where right? When you observe yeah. the paintings, ask pertinent questions regarding what it's on, it's best to be interpret right? to pitch your corporate structure. And uh, secondly, most people don't do that because they don't know what's in the office and it's hard to come up with those.
0: Right on this one. And that's kind of like really like, as and relatability comes, adaptability in the sense of making the build on the obviously everybody likes when you're talking to someone that you can relate to Like I end up talking to people that are you know, you're like, oh mate. Yeah. And, uh, huh? Wait, like An hour ago, um, so all of this stuff still, mm-hmm. but yeah. no, I mean, oh, no. There's like a lot of stuff that this book. Like to be honest, like I gotta absorb all of the stuff. There's like a lot, and I take notes when I'm like reading books, and yes. I'm looking through them right now. But mm. a lot, a lot of the stuff. Is there, the uh, oh, is there something
1: important? Um, is there something in in the notes?
0: So there might be, but uh, I want to move in on your point, which uh creating reports. In a sense, like I don't really understand what you mean by reports.
1: This can work for small corporations, but for big corporations, like you, you know who you are going to pitch to, like the CEO or something like that. So, uh, this comes uh, in relation to, uh, do you know what is the pain point or the uh, switch point of the person you are pitching to? Like, what can you say to grab them immediately that would only be possible? you've researched your client enough you know what he likes what he does like, what his needs are and how can your product or service uh, help him get to the next level that would be possible because most salespeople don't do the research they don't take the time to research their social media accounts they, they say a lot of personal things on Twitter life right? and a lot of personal Even from their LinkedIn you can know what their interests are, right? Like the books they're pondering or um, the podcast they're listening to. So for example like Gary is an extreme example to go as a So you know to get his attention you either have to talk about the jets or building a business. Right. Not true for more You have to really once you know what turns them on, uh, then you can exploit that.
0: Yeah, um, I actually remember I was talking about how new businesses have people are their businesses. So they're actually to expand like, they're actually looking to expand their businesses. So if, if a company has a new owner or a new manager or a new... Owner, they're like uh, people who can fix your business. idea or your
1: the idea as leaders, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, my
0: Kind of like just knowing your, knowing who you're dealing with. Like obviously, if you know someone, you can deal with them better. You obviously know. Them. You can see your friends differently
1: depending on, on their
0: personality and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, But that, like, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I if you like that a good one. It's like,
1: But it's obviously like, um...
0: how you can actually
1: uh, overcome the objections. Because the price uh, these are one of the basic objections when you go into whole hall or the price is too high, uh, my budget is too low. And you need to overcome these if you want to become a closer.
0: Yeah, for sure. And wait, the can you go?
1: (laughs) yeah just go to one or two and then we'll wrap this up mm-hmm.
0: so objection uh, of the price was like his solutions for uh, price objections were the like prove them the affordability of whatever you're selling
1: yes um, give them a payment plan
0: tell them what uh, uh, ask them what you're the
1: value of tomorrow and what what this specific uh depending on your product like adjust adapt yeah yeah uh, for sure you just gotta adapt because those who adapt will get the same afford to, to adapt to various circumstances pushed through with you is what makes us mentally strong, right? Because you can then adjust to any kind of situation, whether it be an easy one or be hard one or be hard one, right? So, for example, you're struggling to get a client; you, You're not convincing enough. You try the next day. You adapt to what technology gives you. That'll
0: be- Or your perspective or your prospect in general because there's going to be customers who are able to your um, service or product and that's where the yes. screen comes in where like you have free knowledge of your customer
1: yes but you know, you know, yeah yeah you know they're not your market digital marketing service product can actually help you get more people in the door. I don't want you So, you need to know, you need to have a balance to you, know, if you just call on the shop tonight. Saying, okay, if he doesn't want to go and business, this, then you can't do it. So, you up go It, and he knows it's gonna do it right then he'll eventually find a way to save it. But it's the same thing, right? If you're not in the market you buy it, a thing, you can go you can sell it. All right. It all boils down. Uh I mean I should have how much how much how much are you? We're we're pretty much done with this part. Like, I just
0: want to give everyone a taste of like what the book is all about, and just how complicated this book is generally. The few books that I've read, I haven't encountered a book like this one. But if you're
1: asking them and understanding them, why not? Like, it's so basic way, I don't know I'll just read Sorry, I'm transgressing but this is completely good, relatable to the Grand Cardone book I read, uh, what's it called? Yeah, Sell or be sold. So in, in in the preview of the book, he just says one thing. He says that in your life, you're either trying to sell or you're being sold. So uh, so so when we're negotiating with anyone, we're trying to sell, right? We're trying to sell ourselves to get candy. When you were negotiating, you were just trying to get the candy. Now it, now the situation is how we to get money clients. Yeah, let's say, let's so the seller be sold. sold. Yeah. The basic principle, the unshakable principle that we
0: see, the means, have hasn't changed because now we live in a digital age. Things that change, we live in a digital way, we're selling online and stuff. We're still selling door-to-door as well. A lot of these strategies can be applied online as well compared to the quality. And uh, a lot of the things that make people, that turn people's plan towards Buying
1: shit.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but more so, uh, kind of like uh, one thing that uh, relates to my candy story and towards the money thing. Like even though it's on a bigger scale and all of that stuff, yes. the thing is that even though we're dealing on a bigger scale, we're applying the principles lesser and lesser than we were as a kid. So one mm. thing that he was saying that as kids, we okay. have a 90% uh, uh, closing rate. When we're good, we're all good. Closing rate? Right? Yeah, for sure. Like, when we're kids, we could get the ones our games of like, all of this crazy stuff. I decided, uh, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's, that's know what we want to do, right? We want to make money. Everybody wants to make money. Right. But which one of us is actually willing to put ourselves out there in the try to, to sell somebody your product or skill that you're good at because you've been practicing for over like two or three years. So, uh, this basically ties into the execution and theory part, but we touched back some of podcast but execution is still the game, right? Uh, this whole sales bible pitch thing, you can have all the information, it will be useless unless 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 you actually make a sales pitch and present yourself as a person and help the other person solve his problem or upgrade his business or lifestyle and improve others' life That's that's basically the crux of it. And I think yeah. that I really said this because I just wanted to listen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 but this is of essence. This is of essence.
0: Uh, yeah, for sure. And uh, like Jeffrey goes over this fact again in this book, like you got to get out there, practice, like experience is a whole thing. Like you can think of, about all of this stuff and read about it, but, like, experience as a whole,
1: another, another it's another monster. Um, yeah. So, we summed it don't know what she said. So, we can just be useful. So, it's... They're they are just like words, but they're, they're written in a list form. So, people can really get them the money. So, because you've got to be consistent. you got to be clear. you got to do your best. you got to be creative generally and because when you want to improve the life of others you experience yourself and you want to be another person life. but then there's no way it's, be your, it's to be yeah.
0: that's that the, uh, something that If you help enough people in the game on, you'll to do Uh, a Exactly. And, like, a lot of this focus good. You see it A lot of this stuff and good. It's always good and good. You're going to the yeah, this, this is like a uh, hardcore and that has like a lot of value in general. And you'll love it if you're a single kid. So I like to incorporate myself within uh, a space where I get to you know the second market and then turn it on. And I just kind like, you know, of like that fact in general. But yeah, that's all yeah. I have to do. And I uh,
1: think it's more of a mindset really cool. and uh, I think this will really help people. So I think we should wrap this up and uh, make it available. Let's go.
0: actually <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm <laughs>